Welcome to the Next Door Neighbors podcast, a podcast where we talk about all things neighborly. Here are your hosts, Alex and Irina Mazukin. All right, guys, welcome back. Happy New Year, 2023, first podcast. It's been a minute. It's, a, it's been nice to take a little bit of a break off. I hope people understood. I hope you guys missed us. That's what I hope. Yeah, I hope they missed us too. Um, I think everybody was just, I think people in general probably weren't consuming that much content around everybody the holidays. Everybody just takes that time off. I feel like yeah. you're right. Yeah. And we needed that time off too. So yeah. especially this guy over here. I needed that time off. If you don't know what happened, I got a hair. Well, you probably do know. I got a hair transplant um, from the hairs under my armpits. <laughs> they're good hairs yeah well, strong solid hairs strong solid thick hairs that <laughs> are gonna be super they needed to be put somewhere could you imagine if that's what they did oh ouch no the but not pain. even not even the extraction like let's say they put me under and they extracted that like how different of the look? <laughs> like this weird thick wiry hair it's thick. like basically doing pubes it's exactly like doing pubes which <laughs> I, that was my first choice to say but i wanted to be a little bit more you know controlled with the controlled. way i talk well could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, let's, so just let's back up. Yeah. December, mid December, you uh -huh. got your procedure mm -hmm. done outpatient clinic. Yes. Uh, got that done. I, you know, it's funny. I used to go back and forth whether or not I wanted to get the hair transplant. Yeah. I've, you were, you were kind of, I was on the fence about it. It's on it's, the fence, it's a yeah. it's a it's a it's an expensive procedure, but um, I I had a roommate in college who had it done, and his didn't turn out well. I think it's because you hear both kind of sides of the story. Yes. You always hear the horror stories, or when it didn't work, and you're like, "Is it a waste of money? Should and, I do and it?" And the ones that resonate with you are always the bad ones. Right? Yes, always. Can, yeah, always. And then you don't really hear like the ninety percent of the stories that actually probably do work out. For yeah. People. Yeah, exactly. And it, I was really blown away that after I got it done, all the people like that we'd have dinner with that that ask me about it because their spouse is considering it, and they would. Ch I, would I was blown away how many successful stories I've heard yeah. about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't really hear as many because they're not as like dramatic. Yeah, the dramatic ones are always the ones. Well, I had this buddy and he got it done, and then yeah, he grew three heads right <laughs> you're like i can barely <laughs> deal with one head right now so let alone you know two, it's the horror stories you always hear about for sure yeah and uh and like i said so it's like a gamble behind all that stuff um and then i i went on this path where i was like well you know like what everybody does in the concert like just shave it and you know be content with it right i, I did you did do that i did nobody in the family liked it nope <laughs> Can you be nicer? <laughs> don't just. You were so cute. No, but don't in just. In the face. In the face. <laughs> just below the eyebrows. Is that what you said? It, it just like. I don't think it just like suited you. Uh, I, It might just be me too. I don't like when heads are shaved like completely bald. I like. Like you were fine when you had. Stubble. Like it more like a buzz. So I didn't mind. But completely shaved when you I just reminded me of your dad and i was really like, i uh which is funny that you say that because i think when there's a little bit of stubble there i think what ends up happening is somebody who is insecure about the shape of their head which i am it's like a light bulb shape which, which i've said before i think you kind of see like added hair to it you go well now it's this awkward stage it's like this, really you're in this Interesting. you know when you like shave your head and then you go okay well now i'm growing my hair out 
And there's going to be like a, mm. a one, uh, four week to a six week period where it's just stubble. That's just a little bit longer. And you go, oh, you're just somebody who just doesn't care mm-hmm. about how your hair looks. Mm-hmm. And that's what I didn't like about it. So that's what I was like. I also wanted a razor because I wanted to get the, when you had your entire life and your hair is long or, uh, and you shave it all off, you're, you're pale on top. Like it's, you stand out like a Q-tip kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so the approach was that well since it's in the summertime it might as well like razor it and then get a tan mm-hmm. so if it's dark enough then it becomes more natural and so I, when you look at pictures of you with that yeah. what how do you feel i don't like it one bit yeah and i, I didn't, didn't like it. it i didn't like it back then either it's, it it's, was just like it, the next step it was the take. only option yeah. that i had yeah. you know it's like it's it, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place so you're like i either have a hair that looks like i'm a wet cat when i go swimming or if we're, if we're talking an example at the beach, or I look like somebody who went to prison, but not, didn't, didn't, uh, didn't tan did, their top of their head. <laughs> yes. So I don't like it. So, and in fact, uh, you do a very good job about keeping pictures of all the family activities. And so every time we have this aura, uh, digital frame that has all the pictures uploaded to it, every time I walk past it and it's like an old picture, I, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't like, no, especially yeah. I had this, like, I, there's a period of time that I want to grow my beard and I can't grow a good beard. I, I like grow, your beard. I, I can, like your facial hair. Well, I, I don't have a beard. I have facial hair. That's all I have. I like it though. I could, I can grow out a good mustache. I have a very Al Qaeda beard if I wanted to grow it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. very Middle Eastern. <laughs> it's very <laughs> patchy. like, yeah. well, it's not, it's, it's patchy on the cheeks, but it's very long underneath the chin. Oh, I so see. So it's like big sideburns, <laughs> big under the chin. Yeah. And so, and then patchiness on the middle. And so you, you just look, and then you shave the red top of your head because I think I'm going to balance it all yeah. out and it just does not look good. I just never was a fan of like the bald head look. Even like people are obsessed with Jason Statham and like the way his like bald head looks. You know, sexy. he's our. O- I never liked it. He's our only guy, really. Like if he's Jason, the only one. If- but even then, I never was like attracted to that. I was like, I don't find him attractive. I just that really? never was. He didn't look rugged and like badass. No. No. To me, rugged is like the facial hair. If and but he, he has facial hair. He has the maybe same he stumble. does now a it's little light, bit. But a for a while there, he didn't. It was just don't like, start talking ill about Jason Statham. <laughs> Jason, this is this is what bothers me. You are iconic it's funny that he's our only oprah to the bald guy i know (laughs) i mean the rock tries well the rock is african-american the majority of like really cool african-american dudes are bald you know true so when you look at like the rock you go he pulls it off yeah Yeah, of course of course and in fact if the rock went and got a hair transplant and got the thickest head of hair which i actually think the rock did is capable of growing. but aren't there like pictures of him in the past with like the no he has an afro he has he's got solid strong hair yeah he just chooses to i think he and it's it's a good look for him. it's a look it's It's a choice look now lebron james i don't know if you've seen a picture of lebron james he has a strong receding hairline and he recently got it done, and it's very natural. They brought it down. He got Looks a great. hair transplant. Yeah, oh. his his headband. This is one of the highest paid athletes in yeah. the NBA. His hairline went so far back up that he would actually move his headband really high up just kind of out so of like it, would. it looks very like oh i don't care like i'm just kind of whatever like when you put your hat like very barely on oh yeah and but you think uh, it's strategic but i think it's strategic enough to be like it's not it's following that. yeah and so he oh, got it done i don't know how recently but he got it done and he looks yeah he's back to being a really rich athletic <laughs> successful talented i feel guy. like if there's a time in your life to do it or something where you are going to be more confident you're going to feel better just do it if you can Right. So you felt like this was the time to do it. 
this was the time to do it. I, I, uh, you finally pulled, you, you kind of pulled the trigger. You're like, I, and you decided yes. I've, I, so listen, there was a time where, um, where you and I were not, as, we had a hard time financially in, in yeah. life. And I remember looking at people, including family members who had, uh, who spent money in what we would consider like, a. Um, reckless or reckless yeah like my brother was a great example of that not to speak ill of him but I remember when you and I were really really struggling and my brother bought a sports car mm -hmm. this is his like toy car the sunny day car mm -hmm. and I remember telling you I was like can you believe why would you ever do yeah. that this is but so silly yeah because in that time it just seemed like yes like for us financially like we were barely like making it so it was hard to find justification in somebody buying that correct or do you feel like we are also kind of i feel like there's the sense of like it makes you feel better when you kind of judge somebody else for buying because something. it makes you feel that like you're responsible and they're not that's true all right it, that's why we i think as people in this weird way and i'm still trying to figure out the psychology behind it is like why do we celebrate when really successful rich celebrities when they like fail or get canceled into something right when you go like Oh, people love seeing other people fail. It's because really I feel sad. like it brings that person back down to yeah, a, an like, average oh, joke. Now we're like the even. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so I remember looking at him and I was like, why would he do that? This is so stupid. I remember you because you had LASIK done when mm -hmm. you were still living with your folks. So your parents paid for it. Mm -hmm. Right. And and I've been wearing glasses since I was 10. And you were like, this is the best money that could ever be spent one day if we have some resources you should totally do it and i was like Listen, i told you so many times so yeah. many times and your brother-in-law he said the same thing he's like the best decision ever made yeah but i think at that point i think before when lasik first came out it was like seven grand or something like that then it got bumped down to like i think four it was grand. like 10 at first was it 10? yeah and but then, then it slowly started yeah coming down. when the average person was getting it done is roughly around that five thousand mm -hmm. dollar mark and i remember you're like you we sh one day you should do it and i was like why would I do that? Like I've I've worn contacts since I was ten, or glasses since I was ten, contacts since I was sixteen. I've gotten so I have a system down. I'm so used to it; it's not a yeah. big deal. And I even told you I was like, if I had an extra five thousand dollars laying around, I'd find other things better yeah. to spend on. Yeah, I remember you saying that. And so as as you know, your career evolves and you have the resources, you do it, and you go, oh yeah, the best money ever spent, and mm -hmm. you do it because because you realize it actually does save you a lot of time in the mornings I don't like think hassle about it. I don't think about you it you don't think way. about no. it I remember feeling that I'm like I can just wake up and see I'm not having to wake up find my way to the bathroom because I was I, I couldn't see anything either I Same, was pretty yeah. blind and then having to like find my contacts and sometimes they don't go in the right way and sometimes I put it on and it's ripped like I just felt like there were so many inconveniences which it's fine because even having the resource of like contacts is amazing compared mm -hmm. to glasses. Greatest invention in the world. Yeah, the amazing invention. But to even step it up one like step further and be like, I can actually see when I wake up right. was such a gift to me. I just remember feeling like so grateful that I could do that because yeah. I hadn't been able to do that since same fifth grade. I got glasses. That's so young. Yeah, it's 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 the freedom behind it. And. But even with that and wearing it for so long and being so strapped for cash, I was like, there's no way I would spend it. I'd find other things to spend mm -hmm. that money on. And you always then have that. When the of. opportunity came, in fact, I guess what pushed me closer to be like, just do it, it was, it was kind of like the pandemic thing. And the idea behind when there became a shortage of things and you go, 
well, there's a glass shortage, and now there was a, a uh, what's other shortages over there? There was a lot of shortages. Toilet like, paper. <laughs> toilet, well, obviously, that was a clear one. Yeah. But uh, now there's chips, and uh, there's the like a paint shortage. Paint there shortage. Was so many all random. Be, and you go, yeah. what if there is? I don't know, contacts are made of silicone, whatever. You go, what if there's a, a, a silicone contact lens shortage? There's a, um, what is the antibiotic that's really popular? A shortage. Um, right now? Or amoxicillin. Amoxicillin. Yeah, shortage much, yeah. right now. Or or even like, I mean, if we're going to talk real dark kind of thing, you're like, well, what if something you get stranded or somebody like kidnaps you, whatever it is. I remember you telling me that you're like, I don't, I want to be able to protect my family. Like in any kind of circumstance, I want to be able to see you hear a knock Anytime. in the middle, yeah. you hear a noise in the middle of the night, you're not going to go put your contacts on. You're going to get your glasses on. But then you get into, let's say, a rough and tumble in the middle of the night with the intruder. They lose, You lose your glasses. You lose, yeah. Ex- so you like, wanted to be like I didn't at li- the... I didn't like... I, I don't... I, and I've still this day, I always this. I don't like being vulnerable. I have yeah. no problem being vulnerable with my emotions. I have a problem being physically vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't like being... De- like if... And I've had this plenty of times. Had my truck, which is a heavy duty vehicle, stuck in slush in very deep, deep snow that it's like a heavy vehicle that's sinking. And then you go, well, you can't get out. I don't like that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You and I were at your parents' cabin over the holidays, and we, they have this really steep uh, driveway. In, driveway in, mm-hmm. in McCall, and there's a lot of snow that comes out there. But there's freezing rain below, and we couldn't get up. I don't like that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for you, it's like preparing yourself as best you can to not be vulnerable. Correct. And that means doing every possible thing you can. Correct. To yourself. Correct. Yeah. Now, the 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 hair thing has nothing to do with that. <laughs> but you don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want somebody to break in the middle of the night and be like, yeah. you're losing your hair, man. Yeah. <laughs> you see. All of a sudden, you're extra vulnerable. You're like, hey, you look like a wet cat. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, and all of a sudden, you melt into yeah. a puddle. So that's exactly <laughs> the case. I... Um, so I, all of that leads to towards the things like if, if, you, if you have the means, like, are you going to do it? Now, I am not... People keep asking me, are you happy you did it? And that's a... That's probably a question. It's a very loaded question because if you told me, if 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 you told me, hey, one thousand percent, you will never lose this hair, Mm -hmm. then I would say yes. I'm very happy I did it. But my fear is that I'm not guaranteed. Oh, that's the thing is like time will tell. You can't really answer that question yet. But if time does tell and you go, hey, this hair does not stick around for you. It didn't take as they call it in the hair transplant world. Will you still be happy you did it? I yes, because what I would say is like that was my I've exhausted every chance. Yeah, there is literally no other chance. There's no other like opportunity. So there you go. That is it. This is this is that's just it. Like there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. You've tried everything you can. Tough luck, mm-hmm. as opposed to you being sixty, and you know you got whatever's left on your head, and you go, "I wish X, Y, and Z." Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation because you're not right. going to do it at sixty. You're right? Like, whatever. I got right. made it this. That's time. what I'm saying. Now is the time to do it if you're going to do it. What I found very funny, uh, interesting, is the doc that did it. He told me we're talking about confidence, and they were saying like, forty-seven uh, percent of the men admit to. The fact that uh, if they could have their hair back, they would, meaning they, because okay, and I think it's it's to an untrained eye, you go like, well, that's a, a weird thing to ask, but the reality is, is like men are through society are kind of known for 
after a while, after they get married, to be like, whatever. I don't take care of my body, I, the beer belly, the whatever. Like, I don't care about how I look, right? Mm-hmm. I already got the girl. I got the kids. I got the house. So I got let the... themselves go mentality. Correct. But when you ask them on, on a, a confidential piece of paper on a survey, 47% of them go like, the ones that did lose hair, you're like, uh, I wish I had it back. And so they saw like this huge, like the ones that did get their hair trimmed, like this, the huge amount of confidence. Now, mm. I still have enough confidence because of hats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so to me, it's like 90% of my living is done in hats. Yeah. I will say, because after you get you got the transplant, you weren't able to wear a hat for seven days yes. or longer. Uh, yeah, seven days. And then you didn't really wear a hat anyway after that, I feel like, because the holidays, you didn't, like we weren't really going. We're at home, yeah. And then the other day, I think it was yesterday. It was yesterday. When you went to go pick up my skis, you wore a hat yeah. and it was backwards. And I was like, whoo, He's mama. Back. He's, back. He's back. I just feel like it's been a while. So I was like, <laughs> I'm getting hot. Is it hot in here? I can't wear a backwards hat right now because the, 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 the perforated front hat thing. Or oh, the, is you it can like, see oh, the awkwardness. That's why. I it's, was you like, can just he see doesn't the awkward, really wear his hat backwards. Yeah, you can see the awkward, awkward part there. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, I could push my hair down, but, but <laughs> what, what I guess the point is it's like, even though guys on, you know, in front of you would say, I don't care mm-hmm. deep down inside on a very emotional aspect, they go like, they I, do, I care. do care. Everybody and I, and I wish I had it. I might not style it, but I wish I had it. Yeah. Have you had a lot of comments <laughs> telling you that you're like vain and full, like, I try not to read comments, but like, I, I, Jeez. wanting to do that you're going real dark no i'm just I, i'm just wondering because i i'm sure there's people out there that are like i would never spend the money no you know to no. do that i just wonder it was very supportive it was it, it was very supportive Great. i was actually uh that was a, the most vulnerable video i've ever put out but i don't it, it's not like I, it took me a lot to be like oh i need to like build up this courage to put it out i was like screw yeah. it whatever like i've been you were already putting, documenting yeah, it i've already told people i got a vasectomy on camera like I, who, who cares about <laughs> you that? had a pack of frozen peas on your Crap, genitals yeah, yeah on a podcast on a podcast yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> so, so to me i'm like there's nothing about me that's like yeah. really off uh off the table but um i i did keep checking back on that video and i was pleasantly surprised how the majority was like good for you um, you do you. Or, or you're giving me the confidence to do it myself. And the amount of DMs I got was yeah. crazy too. They're like, hey. Wondering. And I was like, listen, let me put out a video. Like mm-hmm. that way it'll answer everybody's questions. I went up to like go through that. So deep down inside, everybody wants to. Yeah. But there's so also, did it surprise you how many people were supported. interested? Yeah, no, like interested in like knowing more? Yes, a lot. Uh, both males and females. Like women for their husbands. Yeah. Husbands asking for them. <laughs> we had a couple of friends say yeah. something like that about that they like actually would want their husbands to get yeah. it. And I'm like, oh, that's surprising. I like to ha- me, it didn't matter if you did or didn't. I have a very distant, like distant, distant cousin who I haven't spoken to in 12 years, maybe. She DM'd me and I didn't know this, but she's losing hair. Oh. And so she was like. So it could go, I mean, even it go either direction. It, yeah. So she's like, and in fact, I actually read some comments about like certain, a few like African-American gals who mm-hmm. like were losing their, their hair and they were like, I got it done and I feel so much better. So yeah, it's. That's interesting. I, I mean, women can lose it too. I've seen, yeah, some like, especially up here, the same mm-hmm. kind of recession. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's like like I said, it's it's hard. I remember when I was going in to get it done the day of, like the the I don't know if you call them nurses because it's like a plastic surgery place. There, like the gals who was like checking your blood pressure. She's like, "Are you excited? Today's the day." And I was like, "Yeah, I guess," because I'm like, I don't know if this is. Yeah, like, yeah. Lacey has a different story. It's like, yes, I'm very excited to be able to see every. Uh, it's gonna change your life immediately. Correct. Yeah. There's nobody. There's not a lot of people who are like, I got LASIK done and I can't see anymore. Yeah. Like no. they're more like it's such a drastic change immediately. Correct. correct. With the hair, you have to wait. Yeah. Yeah. It obviously, has to grow back first, and then, who knows? Mid, however many years down the road, hopefully it stays. Hopefully it stays. Yeah. yeah. It's uh. So it's a it, harder question, I guess, to answer. Yeah. It's just right kind now. of things like I'm, 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 I'm whatever. It. I do have these weird swings on a daily basis where, like, now that first of all, recovery for me sucked. Oh, recovery was horrible for you. Yeah, and I'm a and poor guy. I, I wouldn't want to scare anybody with the recovery. Be like, oh, the recovery is gonna. You suck. were the you were the one out of ten. I was the one out of ten. I will say the procedure does not hurt at all. Uh, and your first, my first three days were a cakewalk. Mm -hmm. But I, they say like one of three people they have a reaction where the local anesthetic that they inject into your into your one scalp. One in three or one in one ten? in ten. Oh. Uh, did I say three? You said one in three. One in ten. Uh, the local anesthetic that inject in your scalp to like them it all up. The fluid drains into, like, follows the path of least resistance, goes into their eyes, into their mm -hmm. nose, into their cheeks, and all that stuff. Uh, I got that end of the stick. And um, I also heard that could be kind of prevented. I, I had some people comment saying that in Europe, when they do this procedure, they're like, you're supposed to wear your headband for three days. Kind of makes sense. That would make more sense. It makes yeah. sense. I don't know. Or at least get another headband. I know that yours like started coming off anyway. Right, right. But just wrap it But I wonder if you could have could have wrapped yeah. something else. It makes a lot more sense. But at the same time, it's just a skull there. So yeah. it, where does it go? I don't it know. It has to, yeah, where would it the go? The fluid has to drain. Slowly. It has to get absorbed through the absorb. muscle or the fat. Yeah. Um But then yeah, if one if only if that happens only to one in ten, what happens to the rest of the people? Where does it go? That's a maybe their body figures out a way. Maybe they have a fatter head, <laughs> a lot more fat in their skull. Yeah, I don't know in their yeah. forehead. Yeah. Maybe if you have a light bulb shaped head, <laughs> your body has a harder time absorbing. <laughs> There's science facts. So, yeah. So the recovery sucked for me because of that. It was like it was if the fluid. If you've seen the the YouTube video and and all the by the way, if you haven't seen it, you should see it because I've documented every single day. <laughs> Watch it. It's, uh, yeah. I don't look like the same person. No, you look like a completely different person. And what was wild to me was how quickly it was going down your face it's like, a day by day thing yeah like four hours would go, go by and you could clearly see that it was already like further down your face in my eyelids wild. or my, yeah, yeah. my sinuses yeah so it's been wild in that aspect um i you know and i i have a bunch of like post nasal drip that i've had for like since i was 16 and i feel like that even made things a lot worse because right now because of the fluid and inflammation there like i have um these like migraines that I like these headaches, the sinus headaches, I guess mm -hmm. that's what I'd call them. So, um, but yeah. I wonder if you have like a sinus infection too. How do you tell that? You can't really tell. What it's just like, uh, the doctor told me if it's been like a couple weeks and it's still hurting and you feel this congestion, usually it means. But I mean, infection. if I take a day quill, I'm fine. And then well, until tomorrow at the same time. I think that it's antibiotics for a sinus infection, mm -hmm. but Maybe. anyway. Yeah. yeah, it was rough for you, but eventually <laughs> it looked better. And I do feel like it was during the holidays, so you don't have to like go a lot of places. That was nice. I took some weeks. Yeah, I took some you time had off. Your cute little hat on. Yeah, the Peaky Blinders hat. I I got some time off, which was a perfect time to do it. And mm -hmm. um, we kind of anticipated. We got a few videos ahead 
um, all in all, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I hope it takes, I, I hope it, but uh, it was, uh, it was time it. will tell. Time will tell, yeah. But then you were saying Are that you also, yeah. you will probably have to go one more time. Correct. In about what, a year? Yeah, so they said that your first transplant, and this is where a lot of people get different kind of feedback of what a procedure like this costs because it kind of depends how many graphs you get. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you get to select. They, they go, tell you? They say, yeah, they go, based off of what you're trying to do here, we can do X amount of graphs and that X amount of graphs is going to cost you X amount of dollars. Mm. Um, and so that's why some people will get like a crazy spectrum of like what a procedure like that will cost. That's based off. It varies. Yeah. yeah. Like one of the guys, a buddy of mine on the East Coast, he DM'd me and he was like, I got a consultation and it was like double the price. And I go, that's crazy. And he goes, well, I'm also getting double the amount of transplant. I was like, so it's ah, the same. Yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, what was like, what was, what was it? Um, so, and then they told you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and so based off of that, based off of the amount of numbers, they said this will get you to 60% of the density of the hair. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that, you would, you can get more if you want. But then that second procedure will get you to 80% density. And the nice thing is that second procedure is like an eighth of the cost of like the original thing. So it's, yeah. the second procedure is like super affordable. Probably compared. pretty quick too. I don't know about that. It's probably the same. It's not like this procedure took that long. But it's it, he said it's about an eighth of the cost. Mm -hmm. um, or at least the number he gave me based off my uh, horrible math uh, education. <laughs> I would say I call that an eighth. Yeah. And, uh, and to put it in perspective if and i said this in the video is if you look at in this example that he said so elon musk got three procedures done and if you google elon musk paypal there's a picture of him when he sold paypal he looked rough his hairline is pretty far back there rough and if you look at him now he's got this thick thick bushy head yeah and uh he said he got three procedures done on that so um you know i don't know what time will tell i especially when the second procedure is far more affordable yeah um, if this sticks around i might go through that process again just to get it over but mm -hmm. we'll see i don't yeah. know i don't know it I'm, just depends yeah how he even you told me he, like I mean, it yeah and that's what he kind of said he goes like i think he'll be happy with 60 mm -hmm. the, yeah the, we'll, we'll so it's like here. you might not even want to well yeah who who knows if i ever do it'll probably be like chasing the other hair that's about to leave you know like on mm -hmm. top but i don't know i'm not i'm not it's so crazy to me that they could like make hair follicles well they're in a not different making, place well they're not making well they're transplanted yeah, well, yeah, but they, i mean they put holes in your head that's crazy but did they put holes where ho follicles used to be or did they find they just inserted holes wherever it was a gardening game that's all it was, it was <laughs> i always wondered that like obviously when you're lose a follicle it's dead it can never regrow back correct the blood flow is dead yeah but can you still see it like could they are they putting the f the hair in the same place? No, no. Or are they just kind of no, no, no. Anywhere? They literally, and this is what how wild it is and how thought through it is, is they go okay. So we extracted fifteen hundred follicles. That's what they did with me in the back from the back. The follicle is the seed, right? It's not truly the hair. The hair will actually break off, but then the follicles, the seeds are there. And you're trying to get to a blood source, right? Blood source is like water for it, essentially, mm -hmm. like a seed. They literally, once they extracted them, started poking holes. And the holes were being poked till till blood came out, um, 
in the direction that your hair naturally goes. So if my hair naturally sways, how do they know that? Left, well, because they look if, if like oh your hair naturally hair you have. is oh, going like from left and to then right. They poke it that way. They're poking it that way. That's too. so Even, interesting because you, of course, you don't want your hair the new hair to grow <laughs> straight out right. Direction. So so they're Could following that that exact yeah, line. That with, is definitely a science. It's, it's it's like an art. It's an art at that point. I don't mm-hmm. think it's a science. I think at that point, it's like an art. Yeah, because you have to make it all flow. Yes. So interesting. Wow. It was wild when they were like, uh, what kind of hairline do you mm-hmm. want? And it's wild because it's you could go be like, well, give me the same thing, but like bring it in or bring it out. But you at that point be like, well, I've always like been jealous of people who had like more of like a lower hairline kind of thing. They go, cool, let's do it. Then. <laughs> like, and you have like three other That's people cool. who are like, that'll look, your hairline. well, they were like, that'll look good on you. That will not. Like at one point we were you. happy with the hairline and then they're like, wait, furrow your brow. And I did. And they go, no, no, no we got to move that up because that's going to interfere with that. That's see like they, yeah, they know. Well, like right now. So it was like furrow your brow. Okay. So you could see not much, but you could see a little bit. So let me touch it. So like right here mm-hmm. is about like, where you don't want it to go you don't want it to go there so you got to go a little bit higher so or else your hair on top becomes like your eyebrows essentially they move up and down yeah so right now you're doing <laughs> that your hair is not moving it's up not or down moving, yeah. so well, some you, people can okay so okay do that again do it so right here there's a like right the natural line yeah so this is literally the furthest what do you think about my hairline I'm jealous it's of it. It's a good hairline. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> you should have got a widow's peak. That would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> How hilarious. Would, would, oh the gosh, psychopath walks in. I wanted. In, hey, I've always loved vampire movies. <laughs> Give me a widow's peak. <laughs> Give me a widow's peak. I'll pay extra. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the cost is. Do you know what's even wilder? They do beer transplants. I don't know what the hair is. What hair? Because it's different hair. I don't know. It's pubes. I, it's got to be pubes. It has to be pubes. Either that or pubes. <laughs> where would it I, come I from? think it comes from the bottom yeah, of the jaw. Where you have more. Yeah. And yeah, they, they fill in any patches they have. That's wild. That is wild. Because I yeah. feel like beard is like, I don't know. I feel like all beards look good. I've never seen. And beards are interesting because I've definitely, even though how patchy my beard is, they I've had more hair with every year come out. Like yeah. parts like right here didn't connect. Now it connects. Like yeah. it's just so slowly somehow. Yeah. So maybe when I'm seventy, I might have, have a full beard, babe. That would be cool. And then I die at seventy one. <laughs> and a full head of hair. <laughs> and I die at seventy one. <laughs> You'll have a full head of yeah. gray Broke. hair and gray beard. Yeah. <laughs> Broke but full full. You're gonna beard. look good. You're gonna look real good. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you get, you have that opportunity in the, mm-hmm. in the year. You can go get that done. We'll see what it all looks like. Update. Uh, we'll update. Yeah, I think as I, it goes. I've, I was surprised when you came home. It. I was expecting. I was expecting it to look more bloody on the top. Mm-hmm. You didn't really have like a lot of. It was just inflamed. It was red. Was yeah, all. it was just red little dots. But mm-hmm. I thought you would like be bleeding from your scalp <laughs> down your face. <laughs> I think blood like that like coagulates pretty quickly. Yeah. So that was interesting. And the other thing I was really surprised about was how quickly your hair started growing. Well, it didn't It grow. hasn't fallen out yet. It didn't grow. So it was It's this, growing. Well, it's the same hair. Yes, it's growing, but it's it's just it so to me I'm seeing it as it took root, right? Yeah. So it, it is like it got it's some working. blood source, yeah. it is growing. But there are some spots that the the shaft of the hair broke off. But Which you could, is normal. You could and that's what they said. They said it will happen. That means like it didn't um Enough blood source didn't get to like feed the whole stem, but and it's still yeah the follicle's still in root, there. They go yeah. so he says like we'll put it in. There's a good chance it'll break, fall off, but don't worry. But a lot of them didn't. So, yeah, there's a little section right here it did, and so uh, yeah, it's 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 we'll see what this fall looks like. I think by fall it should be decent. Same but, like 
yeah a length as your other hair yeah it was actually interesting because he said like one side of my head which i think was what is it this side maybe has more hair falling off so like i was receding in a like a like it wasn't a, symmetrical it wasn't not a symmetrical oh, receding line and i don't know what that is do you sleep on that side more no, no, I just, it's just. You were mm. stressed more on that side. Yeah, yeah, my left side is very stressed. My right <laughs> side is really chill. Stressed the my left right side. side. <laughs> yeah, I have palsy. <laughs> yeah. Dro- yeah, is it what it's called? Dropsy? Or is it palsy? I think it's just palsy. You've had it. You've had palsy. Bell's, right? pal- Bell's palsy. palsy. Yeah, yeah. You had it for like I a did. day. No, I had it for a week, a an week? entire week. Half no, or your- was it two weeks? I can't remember. Half, Half my face was paralyzed. And did you just wake up like that? No, it was a slow. So I remember it was a slow process. So I don't know. St- I still don't know for, to this day like what happened. And there's still times where I'll look at a picture and my my one side of my mouth still doesn't go as far out when oh, I smile interesting. as my other and my eye as well. Huh. It's it like didn't perfect. It didn't go back to the way it was. So for those two weeks where you're like, this is my good eye. Yeah. Well, I met. Oh, this is the worst story. Did I ever tell this? Did we ever tell this story? Not on the podcast. So it was like the day I was moving to Seattle, when I was um, nineteen years old, and I remember that day. I felt a little like my face felt a little like weird. I remember drinking coffee and it spilled down my face, and I was mm-hmm. like, "That was weird," but it didn't feel like I couldn't move it. It just like. That was a weird thing. And then I remember my eye feeling a little bit like I couldn't blink. And like my muscles just felt a little tense, you know, uh-huh. on that side of my face. But other than that, I, of course, I've never had this before. I didn't know what was going on. We, I left um, Idaho maybe like in the afternoon. By the time I drove to Seattle, it was completely like. In eight hours, it was. Yeah, paralyzed. I remember getting to Seattle and being like, I can't close my eye. Like I couldn't uh-huh. blink. Uh-huh. I had to like ma- like with my finger <laughs> push it down, so which is interesting because you'd think your eye would dry out, and it didn't. Maybe I just kept closing it. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, and so I had just moved to Seattle. I'm like making all these like new friends because we're going out. I don't know why I didn't just stay home. You were going out. I was like, I don't care. I'm 19. <laughs> yeah, half my face is paralyzed, but I'm gonna still do it. So people were like, somebody asked me if I had a glass eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> Somebody else met me, and in their phone they put Irina Frozen Face. <laughs> really, that's so mean. <laughs> that's so mean. But I don't know. Like it didn't bother me. Now the I would have never. On you is I ridiculous. can't believe I was that confident. I'm not a confident person, so I don't know why I wasn't bothered by it. I also cannot believe I didn't even go to the doctor. I was because I had just moved to Seattle. I didn't want to like drive back to Idaho and like figure out what was wrong. But I also didn't want to see a doctor because I didn't have like insurance in Seattle. <laughs> oh, like an out of network thing. Yeah. And so I was like, and I was, I just moved so broke, like didn't have any money even to pay for a doctor. So I was like, I think it will go away. I don't know. I want to say it was, I can't remember if it was a week or two weeks. It might've been two weeks. That's a long time. What were your like, okay, so I'm not going to the hospital. I looked it up. I you Googled it. it. And, and so- I, sure enough, it said. And I remember reading about it and it was like, this is what I have. Okay. So, and po- it said on the website, most of the time within two weeks, it goes away. And I think that reassured me. Uh, and I was like, okay, <coughs> I don't need to go see a doctor. I'm fine. Let's, let's go out. <laughs> let's go out. <coughs> let's meet new people. <laughs> did, did, did you have any remedies at home that you're like, maybe if I do this, it'll feel better? 
No, because when I Googled it, it said nothing you do can uh, help. There's literally nothing. It said like you can go try acupuncture and uh, very like, Eastern. Medicine. Yeah. Things like that. If you go to the doctor and, you know, have uh, them. But that those were really the only things. And there was like nothing else. Did you tell your parents? Did you call your yeah, mom? Yeah, I called my mom. mom and she's she like, go to the doctor. And I was like, no, it's going to be fine. Yeah, I look great. <laughs> she's like, come home. Um, I'll take you to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Uh, when am I, uh, not to take away from your. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> it was when, a rough time in my life. When my, I woke up with an eye closed, like completely shut. And like the fluid shifted in one eye first. Uh, Fortunately, it was one eye because I don't know what I would do if both eyes closed. Oh, yeah. I would have been like just laying there for a day, like straight like I day, could literally cannot open my eyes. Yeah. You actually try to tape your eyes. Well, that's what I was going <laughs> with. Like I did remedies. I, I took, I was like, well, if my eyes just falling down and it was, it was actually exhausting trying to force your eye like open. Yeah. And it did a little bit, but it's so, like essentially not open. It's a lot of work. It's trying to keep the lid up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm my, it's just the, the muscles getting fatigued. So I took, um. Stary strips, that's what they use to like like superficially close down uh, like an open wound that needs yeah. stitches. And I just put two stary strips, strips from my eyelid up to my eyebrows <laughs> and just like cold it up. And I was like, it worked. this is fine. I feel better. <laughs> the boys came in the, house, in, in, the, in the living room after they woke up. They're like, what, what's going on with your face? What's wrong with you, dad? <laughs> and, uh, and then I started using these little remedies of like taking an ice pack to my face. Yeah. Trying to like... Do you feel like that helped? The muscle, it helped, but for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then it warms up. Because it's fluid. Up. It shifts. Yeah, it shifts, yeah. yeah. But then That's I called, funny. I texted the uh, the doc and I was like, the, the surgeon, he's not a surgeon. They're, I think they're called just plastic surgeons or whatever they are. And I was like, hey, uh, this happened to me. He's like, oh, shoot. Uh, I was like, is there anything I can take, like an antihistamine? And he's like, no, unfortunately. And he's like, if you can come down to the office, I can give you some stuff that will help it a little bit. And I go, cool, say less. I pull up to the office. And he's like, okay, so here's these drops. We give them to gals who want to have like this Disney princess look. I was like, what's that? He goes, well, what ends up happening is you put these eye drops in your eye and it touches the receptors of the muscle around the eye. And what it does, it constricts those muscles to make this like very, very popped. uh, I didn't notice. Very awake and alert kind of thing. But it helped me yeah. because it felt like I, it helped the muscle tighten up a little bit. Yeah. It lasted for like eight hours. And so I got yeah. to do it a few times. So it didn't fix it, but it just helped keep that eyelid open mm-hmm. a little bit. Just enough. Just enough for Until me to like. Until it shifted the fluid. Exactly. Just enough to me like not to have stary yeah. strips on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what can I do to keep my eye open? I felt like I was a hot mess. You, and, I know. And the, the fact that every day you look different yeah. because first it was higher up. So like your um eyelids the top, top eyelids yeah. were like heavy and then it was your bottom eyelids that were like heavy so it's like you looked like a different person every day and then the bridge of my nose and then slow. it was your nose and it was like yeah. your nose was and wider the and then my uh my under my lower eyelids they yeah. became bruised like yellow from, from just a little fluid. bit i feel like that wasn't fluid. as big but I, it was like just the fluid shifting down your face made you look different every day and you kept taking <laughs> you to people like we had dinner plans I know. For people. Well, we had the there was a day that i was like i can't drive you have to drive because i can't see yeah <laughs> I literally cannot see. I had a, my buddy come over for um, on the golf simulator to hit some balls, and <laughs> I'm looking at the ball, and uh, it's not like teed up. We're not hitting driver. It's we're I'm using an iron, and I swear I 
took seven swings and I missed the ball every single time because the lower <laughs> eyelids were so. You just couldn't see. I, like, like I could see the ball, but it? I couldn't have enough proximity yes, to the ball. Yeah, and I literally swung reception. over the ball seven times. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I think we should be done playing golf. Right <laughs> I think we're done. That's yeah. it. Well, I'm glad it's over. Yeah, it's, it was. I remember the first day that I was like, I feel somewhat normal. This yeah, nice. you could tell like it was just a little bit. Um, of fluid left and was like okay you're back yeah 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 i was like i feel like myself a little bit but then my sinuses went off i had the wildest month because what ended up happening is three weeks before the thing happened before the procedure i got an upper respiratory infection like mm -hmm. i lost my, and i still have, don't have my voice fully but i lost my voice i had this crazy suffocating dry cough sleeping terribly all this stuff and then as we're getting close no i'm sorry that was two weeks before the procedure um, I go to like urgent care. They prescribe me some steroids. I feel better like in a day or two. Mm -hmm. Then like two days before the procedure, they told me like seven days before the procedure, like, uh, like don't be on any supplements. Don't be on any kind of drugs or anything like that because what ends up happening is, is like you might have a reaction, fluid stuff. Right. right. So two days before the procedure, I get an ear infection while I still have my upper respiratory you thing. You can't take anything. Though my upper respiratory thing is not cleared up, I have an ear infection. I can't take anything. So I'm dealing with an ear that I can't hear out of at all. Mm -hmm. It's like I can't barely fit a, a Q-tip through it, all this stuff. It's swollen. Go to my procedure. I feel miserable. They get it done. They give me... You can't take anything after either. They can't take anything after. But he gave me a prescription of like pain medication to deal with this. Um, and then, um, uh, what you call it, an antibiotic, so my body like doesn't. So I wonder like, if that hit your ear infection. That <laughs> a thousand percent, because literally one day of taking antibiotics, my ear That's felt funny. better. Yeah. It's like, well, I told him how miserable I was. He's like, yeah. you'll feel better. I was like, yeah. oh god, thank Good. you. And I was like, and then after it was all said and done, now I, you have your co uh, congestion, my congestion, your sinus stuff. The running. Listen, you know what I'm addicted to right now? I'll tell you what addiction I have right now is. I'm addicted to neti potting right now. <laughs> you are. I am a neti potting king. You do right it now. morning and night now. It feels so good. I need to do it. It puts, I, first of all, I bought a really nice neti pot. Not like, so neti pots back 10 years ago used to be this like child looking like tea, Actually like teapot. Tea, teapot yeah. thing you pour it. I was like, this is stupid. The ones I have right now is essentially a baby bottle, like a nice tall baby bottle uh -huh. with a hook for the nose thing, nose, uh, the, 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 the sprayer nose thing, uh, that screws on top. And then this like perfectly nasal fitted, like seal thing. And you just flip that sucker up and there's like a vent tube. So like the air bubbles go through and you just press it in. Squeeze it and, and it goes it, through. And it came with uh, saline. So you put like this magnesium salt in there, mix it up. Nice. A little warm water and the amount of stuff that comes, I'm sorry if this is gross to anybody who listened to it. But, Sounds like satisfying. But how me. good I feel and the amount of crud that comes out. Ugh. It was so, I'm so into it that last night, like, but first of all, my sleep is very important to me now. Like I got my physical done, figured out how to get better sleep, all this stuff. Important. Yeah. And uh, so now I'm like, okay, can't have any more alcohol past like 7 p.m. It's going to interfere with your sleep. Don't eat past 7. You it's can't eat. You can't drink nothing. nothing. Yeah. And then I, so last night you were out at a book club and I went, I, you know, went to bed at 1030, brushed my teeth, floss, blah, blah, blah. Got into bed and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm like, you know, sniffling, right? Now. Yeah. And then I was like, no, you can't. I've, you've slept fantastic for the last seven days. You cannot ruin the streak. <laughs> so I got out of bed, hit up a neti pot, a couple of doses <laughs> of that, cleaned it up, went back in, slept like Felt a baby. Felt great. Slept like a baby. 
<laughs> I'm so, I feel like I need to try it. Neti pots are the shit. Like I'm telling you, they are the best. So Kyle, you, you also learn. No, I did. you got to hit up that Not pot. Not yet. You got to hit up that pot, bro. That pot. <laughs> that NP. Yeah, it's. I love it, man. Especially if you if you do have a lot of post nasal drip. It helps. Or, or like, I guess when I was in bed, not only the sniffing, but one of my nostrils was already occluded. Yeah. And I think that helps when you're yeah, it clear- actually like clogged yeah, up. Yeah. So if there. you're like, I can't breathe out of my left nostril, but on my right, I can. We should do it to our kids when they can't <sighs> sleep because their nose is like, Good luck. They, yeah. good, luck to, good luck getting our kids to use a neti pot and the bidet. <laughs> good luck. Our kids will not use a bidet. Yeah. They don't even know what they're missing. Yeah. I, it's that bad. It, it's, it's that good. <laughs> it's that good, I guess. More for us. More for us. <laughs> more, <laughs> more warm water for us. Well, my recommendation is you need to go see an ENT and get your tonsils. So the tonsils are 100%. And she says, she says you probably snore because of this. And mm-hmm. I was like, I do snore. She's like, yeah, your tonsils are generous. The weird thing is you've only snored like recently in the last few months. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Maybe my tonsils, tonsils. are a little bit bigger. I, I think one is Especially bigger when you got sick. They probably got yeah. bigger. Yeah. You know what I might do after this podcast? Get your tonsils out? No, I might hit a neti pot. <laughs> It's like a quick little, <laughs> like a little, quick little quick midday, little neti pot sesh. midday pick me up. That'd be nice. Have you ever done a neti pot with somebody else? I've never tandem. I've never tandem, tandem neti potted. <laughs> what? Here's what I'm actually thinking. I'm thinking is two neti pots, one in each nostril, <laughs> and it comes out of your <laughs> mouth. It comes out of your mouth. <laughs> That's a full flush out. Yeah. That's what that is. You know what we used to do with kids uh, when I was back in my previous life working as a respiratory therapist? Uh, during the winter season is where an RSV season's hot, like mm-hmm. for kids. Uh, upper respiratory thing for the kids. You and, and in the hospital setting, we can't do anything. It's an infection. They have a lot of mucus running on down of it. Kids are obligatory. We're talking about neonates are like obli- obligatory. Look at me talking like my old way. I know you uh, can't even say the word. Obligatory nasal breathers, and so they're breathing through their nose. So if you're a first time mom and you know your kid's like one, that's there. There are like frequent flyers. They're like mm-hmm. so. There's literally nothing we can do except for like suctioning the all that stuff through it. So. We would suction them through. This, we had this mechanical suctioning thing, so we actually created like I don't remember how many, what the pressure was, just a little sucking tool, and we'd put it in one of the kids' nostrils to suck, and then in the other nostril we would squirt uh, this little plastic vial of saline. So the pink vials, pink vials. So one, one side where it's sucking, the, and the other side is going in, and we call that around the world. And so essentially, we're mechanically like na- uh, oh, neti potting them. Yeah. And, swirling uh, it around yeah and it, it, they scream bloody murder but then they feel better yeah. because it, it they clears now, it up it, yeah so huh. potting is the way of well life. i feel like next time harper has a stuffed nose that's well we don't have mechanical suction no the neti pot <laughs> well you can't i mean yeah. it's it's like torture because it, especially for the kids it's going to feel such a wild have you ever potted no i haven't You've potted. Never potted? you got a pot so the it's, it's a, a weird feeling because what ends up happening is you people don't understand this it's not necessarily that here's your nostril and here's the bridge of your nose and it goes around. It's not that at all. Behind the bridge of the nose is a cavity. Like it is probably the size of like, I don't know what to compare to. Um, like it's maybe the size of like two of your fingers. It's a large area. Um, and what ends up happening is that cavity is where all the mucus builds up. And that's the same cavity that swells up. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have the pressure sinus mm-hmm. thing, right? I'm thinking of a skull. like. Yeah. When you see a skull, you see that Correct. empty. There's an empty right space, there. and that's, that's your cavity, cavity, and that's what. So when you're squeezing, you're squeezing like a few ounces of water, and it fills it up, like a shot glass, maybe even two shot glasses worth of, yeah. of maybe a shot glass full of things. And then once it's full, it like 
comes out of the other nostril and then some of it will go out of your mouth. Like, again, sorry if this is TMI information, yeah. but uh, so I'm it's- sure a, that feels great though. It's, I mean, if you're an adult, know what to expect with kids. They're like, what's this? Yeah. Why is this filling up my brain? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's worth it. I don't know. I've never, I've never thought I'd be so passionate about I know. About the amount of minutes we've spent talking about neti potting. Yeah. Is, it's a way of life. You, it's a way of life. Yeah. You don't just net. You pot. <laughs> <laughs> you have, it's, a, it's a thing and it's a both yeah. net and a pot. Yeah. It's best 12 bucks you'll ever spend on Amazon. <laughs> on Amazon. You should uh, include a link. An affiliate uh, link? Description below. Make millions off of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, this has been fun. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're back. We're back. We're back at it. Irina was going to cancel this because she had a lunch. No, I was here. You were here, but... I was uh, here, ready to... Ready to rumble. Okay. Ready to rumble. Happy New Year's, guys. We'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, watch us on YouTube. Uh, like, share this podcast. Uh, we're having a blast doing it, and we can hopefully continue see to grow. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.